One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Thursday, and welcome to another Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily Podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. Now, of course, a bit later on in this podcast, I'll be keeping you up to date with how many followers Max Rushton is currently losing at the moment. Hopefully, we'll get this as low as possible over the next few months, but more on that a bit later on. We begin our podcast with Eddie Hearn, who, of course, is ready to make as much money, sorry, conclude a deal for a December showdown between Anthony Joshua and Tyson Fury and Don McGuinness. I mean, that's going to... Oh, sorry. Don McGuinness was conducting the interview. We're happy now, and there's been plenty of conversations with Bob Arum and MTK. We're happy to do the deal now for the winner of that fight. Where would that be? Wherever it's decided amongst the teams. In an ideal world in the UK, that would only limit us to Millennium Stadium in December. Maybe we do two fights. Maybe we do one abroad could go to Vegas, could go somewhere else, and then in the summer, return back to the UK. The key is to make the fight. But we're happy to make that fight now with Tyson Fury or with Deontay Wilder as an option. We don't mind that. We don't care who wins. We just want the belt. AJ just wants to be undisputed. Now, obviously, Saudi is going to keep getting mentioned mm-hmm. because of the site fee and everything sure. else. Is it realistic that we could expect promoters to turn that down for a UK fight that would generate a lot less money? To be honest, as much as promoters get a bad rep, the ultimate decision will go with the fighters. The fighters want that fight in the UK. But of course, there is an amount of money that would change that, that opinion. And you know, like I say, I believe that this fight will be two fights. could even be a trilogy. Certainly one of them has to be in the UK. December is always a little bit tricky to stage a major fight in the UK. It leaves us, as I said, with only one option in the Millennium Stadium. It is a great stadium. But you are talking about three or four times more money to do it elsewhere. Even on June the 20th, Anthony Joshua has probably turned down three times the money to stage this fight in the UK. He just wants to fight in London again. So right now, that's the least of my concern. The, the concern is more the structure of the deal, the networks, how the fight is placed, aired around the world. We know the split is pretty much a common sense thing that seems to be adhered by everybody. Let's go. And let's concentrate on the fights in front of us. Let's not slip up. You know, Pulev, it's a tough fight. I'm beating for many years. He's a mandatory challenger. He can punch, you know, for Fury. No mistakes against Deontay Wilder. Both of you guys win those fights and we'll sign the contract now. Now, of course, it was a busy night in the FA Cup with three games. Three, yeah, three games in the FA Cup. We were taking calls on on my show from 10pm. The sports by Andy Goldstein's one. This is just a flavour, a sample, if you like, of what words were coming out of your Mavs on last night's show. 
Fernandes. Right footy with a stutter. It's a terrible penalty. It's woeful. It's pathetic. And Has he missed it? Are out. Okay, he's missed it. it. Tim Crawl has saved it. Wow. To his left hand side. And Norwich is through. Wow. Spurs crash out on penalties here at White Hart Lane. And I'm going to go and interview Jose live on your show. Oh, so please. wish me luck oh, later. Please do that. Moose, just remind me, what was the final score? Was it 3-2 on pens? Norwich won 3-2 on penalties. Wow. (laughs) Moose, Moose, will you get Jose for us? Will that happen? It it will happen, whether it happens before midnight or on the midnight train. That's fine. Get the special ones. I mean, I don't don't think it'd be in a good mood. I'm just going to throw that right out there, right here, right now. Oh, what a terrible penalty. I've just seen it. (laughs) It's awful, isn't it? What a terrible penalty. If you get to see Jetson Fernandez' penalty... It's among the worst. No you'll conviction. Ever see. No to conviction. To be fair, it'd be better off not taking one. But we have thrown it away. Look mm. at the rest of the teams left in this. It was a winnable tournament. Mm. And once again, Tottenham Hotspur were three points above one of the worst Arsenal teams ever, by the way. We're three points oh, above them. Way. And we're five points away from the top four. So I tell you what, boys, I'll be ringing you next Thursday, next year, when we lose to Olympiacos. Because we are going backwards with this guy. We are going backwards. We should never have got rid of Poch. It is as simple as that. I've just seen a video here as well. There's pictures going around on the internet. of. I, uh, should, I should say, we don't know what the reason <coughs> no, we don't is know behind it. But the, the picture you're going to paint is what? Eric Dyer going into the crowd. Um, after the game. After the game. Um, he looks... It, there's people restraining him. There's, it's a steward um, restraining him there. We don't know what's happened. You can you draw your own conclusions, but he has gone running into the crowd and he is being restrained by a few people there. I understand if you haven't seen it, just tell me. At the end, Eric Dyer seemed very, very upset and, and yeah. seemed to get into an altercation with someone in the crowd. Can you tell me what he's told you? Uh, of course, I didn't. Um, I didn't see it, um, but of course, I spoke with him when I when I was told that something was uh, was happening in um, in there. Um, was on person just behind um, the tunnel area that sometimes I'm not sure if they are the the real real Tottenham fans uh, or if it's the people that has uh, access to some special and privileged tickets sometimes corporations sometimes uh, invitations that was insulting him very very badly Uh, his brother was just there uh, with his family his brother had a a reaction, of course, and uh, when Eric saw the, the younger brother involved, he did what we professionals we can't do, but he did what probably every one of us would do. That's no good. It's no good for the squad. It's no good for him. It's no good for his family. It's no good for anyone. And like now, that's going to be a cloud over the club this week. We're going to have it rolled in the papers non-stop. This, that, and the other. I'm here at Tottenham tonight. I'm outside the ground, and I'm watching all these fans. And these people, they're all walking away. It's like a morgue. Do you know what? They're doing it every single week. And Daniel Levy's looking out that window and going, oh, I've got away with it for another week. Because nobody is protesting. They need to look down the road and see who arranged to get this aeroplane up in the air to put Wenger out. The guy that's won three trophies, two doubles, and continuously took this football club to the Champions League. That's what they need. They need that uh, aeroplane out there to fly it, to get this guy. He needs to get out of my football club. Now, time to check in with the Alan Brazil Sports Breakfast Show. No Big Al in his place was the wonderful Laurel Woods and Tony Cas. Sorry, Big Tony. <laughs> no, Cascarino. And Cas was saying that Kane... Oh, I'll do it in Cassie's voice. He was saying... Yeah, Kane, 
No, he sounds nothing like that. I'll carry on anyway. It might sound like Danny Kelly. Kane must make a move away. It does sound like Danny Kelly. From Spurs to win trophies. Mm. Harry's been very loyal to Spurs. He believed in the project. Uh, like Spurs fans, he expected to win something. He hasn't achieved that. Um, if if Real Madrid, Juve, if Real Madrid, Ronaldo's not going to be at uh, Juve next season and they came in for Harry and offer big money, it would be hard for him to turn down now because does Harry believe what he believed in three years ago? I really, I really felt that Harry felt, yep, it's going to be cups, it's going to be challenging for the Premier League. That hasn't panned out that way. So it's a different idea now. Harry's looking for the next three or four years and could be thinking, it's my time to... I've been as loyal as I can. He, has, he could he could be the best player that's played the game in the Premier League that never won anything, mm. as he stands today. Because unless he buys into what Jose's doing at Spurs and believes that they can challenge, Harry has to be challenging because he's that good. He's been the centre forward, he's got goals on a regular basis. Just look at his you know record each season. Even with injuries, he's scored a huge amount of goals. Mm. So it's a huge, It's going to be a challenge for Tottenham to keep Harry. He's been brilliant for Spurs. He signed a long-term contract. He could be there to his 29. But what do you do if you really believe that you're going to be at a club just playing uh, to be also-rans? Harry mm. is too good to be an also-ran. You know, Alan Shearer... Chose not to go to Manchester United. Played for his boyhood club, Newcastle. He did win the Premier League with Blackburn, obviously. But to not win on a regular basis when you're a player of the highest quality and many clubs would want you around the world, Harry has to go for that. And from Alan Brazil's Breakfast Show, we go to the show that actually follows it with Jim White and Natalie Sawyer. And, of course, we need a bald person on at least one show per day on TalkSport. And thankfully, it was Trevor Sinclair that got us out of that hole. He was on talking about Billy Gilmore, saying he looked the complete midfielder at just 18 years old. Cool, blimey. You look at the detail that goes into that position, you've got to be able to keep the ball, so your vision's got to be good. Um, brilliant basics were there. I think he, he had a little tackle in him. I think he was mobile, he read the game well. And uh, for an 18-year-old... You know, to play in the middle of the park at 18, it's a big ask. And we're talking about Foden, how he mm. plays on the wing sometimes for Manchester City. But to just 18 years old to play at the base of that midfield and do such an amazing job. I mean, what Frank said about him, he said he sees it every day in training. So why wouldn't he? He was confident in that that kind of performance because that's how he performed in training. So, yeah, really pleased for the boy. 18, world at his feet. So exciting for him. And, you know, what a great recruitment again from Chelsea, you know, getting him from Rangers. Um, they'll be a bit sick about that, but he looks a real, real talent. Back now to Tony Cascarino, the Englishman, of course, who doesn't have an Irish drop of blood in his body, who obviously played for Ireland. Yeah, he was saying you don't have to support your local team. Yeah, of course he's saying that. As I just said, he's English and he played for Ireland. So, yeah, I see what you're saying, Cass. Do you know what drives me mad? Is he, is he against the law to be a supporter of a football club that's um, 200 miles away from where you live? Is he against the law? I, I find it a weird concept. No. There's no rule that says you have to support your local team. My local team was Mill, or my two local teams were Charlton and Millwall. No, I just, <laughs> I, I've back? always found it really weird how fans in general have no problem you supporting a team that's far away that isn't successful, but if they are successful and have been, in you know recent years I've had one text a guy said to me I was probably a Man United fan seven years ago <laughs> you know just uh, the moment you support a team that is 
been successful or having success now or had it before, you were a glory hunter. Mm. But it feels like, it's, uh, I said to, you, said to you, supporting a team that's 200 miles away, 100 miles away, there's nothing wrong with it. It's the team that you have an affection for. It feels like it's a... It, honestly, I just don't get it. If you have a failing team, oh, I support... I don't know. Sorry, Tranmere fans, I'll send you a letter. But if you're failing in Tranmere, you support them, that's fine. It's just a ludicrous concept, OK, that you have to support the team that is local. Now, there was a milestone that was reached on TalkSport yesterday. It was exactly 300 years ago to the day that Paul Hawksby and Andy Jacobs did their first ever show on TalkSport. And as you would expect... There was not one mention of it on their show. Pros they are. True pros. Well done to inventor Tyler Ball, 20, of Milton Keynes mm. in Bucks. He's turned over half a million pounds in just 30 days thanks to his best-selling 55-pound testicle trimmer. Oh, OK. And right. he took this into the Dragon's Den, actually, and uh, Duncan Ballantyne had to decline when it went terribly wrong. That's why I'm out, he said. <laughs> Not been in it for about ten years, You're Andy. right. <laughs> <laughs> Not been in it for Come ten on, years. Come on, it's topical mercurial. <laughs> <laughs> Which leads us into our course subject. Where's my teeth gone? <laughs> Andy, Andy today has been really, been really struggling with, with just <laughs> By talking. my standards. Just talking today. Just the basics. Just anything. Yeah, anything. On and off it. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, it's been difficult. And we used to play that game of um, uh, years ago well, on the show. We used to play the Barry Bannon game. Yes. which Because uh, Barry's been talking in the press with Wednesday in action tonight, of mm. course. He's been talking about you know the difficulties of it playing It was a game City. you and your son devised. Yeah. It, it, and it uh, came, we all got into it. It was mad. We talking, it just becomes this <laughs> stupid thing. I mean, it involves quite a lot of dead air, but it was like a, it was like a game of dare. Who would be the first to crack? One of us would say, Barry... <laughs> Bannon, uh, you, you, you see how long you could last. <laughs> well, some of them would go really over long. days. Yeah. I'd phone him up and I'd go, Bannon, and then <laughs> we'd get each other like that. You'd have a ba- you'd have a, a Barry hanging, and then you'd have to come in with a Bannon. It's sometimes, sometimes weeks later, we should have kept a league table. Now the ginger fella was back in the hot seat on drive. Of course, I covered him for those two days when he went off to Paris to see Madonna and she wasn't there because she injured her ankle. No, I'm not making that up. She injured her ankle, so she cancelled the gig. Or she heard Durham was going and pulled out. I mean, make your own mind up. Anyway, Durham was talking Liverpool on drive. I mean, if you look at Jurgen Klopp's team selection, does anybody... Well, look at his team selection in the FA Cup this season, generally. Does anybody think he's that serious about the FA Cup? No, I think he would have liked to have uh, won. I mean, same as he would like, obviously like to get a result against Watford. He would have wanted to go the season unbeaten. Um, he'd have wanted to get through to the cup final and win it. But priorities for me, and I've said this all along for him, would have been this season to win the Premier League. Same as I've said, Guardiola's priorities at the start of this season was not get that trick. Yes, ideally, he'd want to win them all. But it would have been to win the Champions League. So, if Manchester City went on and won the Champions League, fans might not be happy because they make out as though they don't want to win the Champions League, which, yeah. which we all know they do. Mm-hmm. And Liverpool fans would be happy because they've won the league title for the first time in 30 years. It's job done, isn't it? Yeah, I'm hearing you. I think that um, there's been a massive overreaction to Liverpool's form over the last four games. A massive, massive overreaction. Hello, Max Rushton here. This is TalkSport Daily. Now, it's a big game of football in the FA Cup tonight. It's live on TalkSport, Derby against Manchester United. And straight after that from 10, we take calls on my show. And staying with that theme, 
Wayne Rooney obviously plays for Derby. He had a one-on-one with the Moose. That just sounds wrong. Have a listen. What's your record against United? Not very good. <laughs> so, yeah, I knew that. I was just trying. Yeah, not very good. I don't think he even got a point. I think the closest we was... Um, was with Everton when I was 16 or 17. Um, we were 3-0 down, we got back to 3-3. And then Van Nistelrooy scored last minute to win 4-3. So hopefully that can change. Absolutely. And I have to ask you, if you score, which hopefully you will, are you going to celebrate? Of course. I'm a Derby County player. I know this game means a lot to the fans, to the players, to the staff here. Of course I'll celebrate. I'm a Manchester United is a club I love. Um, love my time there. But for this 90 minutes, 120 minutes, whatever it is, I want them to lose. And after the game, I'll I'll go back and be a fan of, of them. For any fan, yeah. if for if a Manchester United fan, um, I'm sure they'd want to hear the same thing from their players who've mm-hmm. um, been at other clubs. Football is um, is a game where you know players move on from from clubs. And obviously, I spent a, a long time at Manchester United. Um, I go back and watch the games, um, but for this one, um, I want Derby to to win, and um, doesn't take away my my feelings for Manchester United. You won't bother swapping shirts with anyone, though. Um, no, not really. It's, I've got plenty of Manchester United shirts, but um, no. It, listen, I think it's it'll be great to come up against them, and for us as a team, we're trying to progress, trying to move forward. So to come up against Manchester United. Um, it will be tough and um, we'll have tough moments in the game we need to try and turn some of them big moments and turn them our way and um, see where that can take us that's nearly it for another podcast you think a reminder not why do you keep doing the reminders yeah I know it says in front of me ACAR, Spotify and Apple Post to download it yeah but people know that it just doesn't make any sense yeah, no, you're right. I'm not going to mention it. But before I go, let me tell you about the... You've already mentioned Derby against Man United. <laughs> Sorry. Tom, who is that over? It doesn't matter. Man United away to Derby in the FA Cup. It's live on TalkSport from 7.45 and then I take calls on the back of it with old Moonface straight after from 10pm. And before I go, let me keep you updated with the Max Rushton lose as many followers as you can competition. Uh, these are the rules. We um, looked into Max Rushton's account yesterday when he had... 295,400 and I asked you all to unfollow he's gone up I don't don't quite know how that's happened unfollow not follow unfollow you idiots I mean you're not idiots well you are if you press the wrong button so we want we want Rushton's numbers to drop he's gone up alright unfollow Rushton just for comedy just for comedy but or you don't have to send abuse that we don't like that that's horrible alright this is just a bit of fun just unfollow him so he wakes up in the morning he goes it's a bit weird. My numbers are maybe something on my phone or something like that. And then in a month, he can refollow. Okay, don't tell him what we're doing. We'll see what happens, see if he mentions it. Unfollow Rushton is where we're going with this. It's not working. You seem to be following. I mean, just listen to his voice. Listen, listen. And here's my poem for the Premier League stars thingy. Uh, yeah, we don't want your poem. Unfollow. I mean, if that's not reason enough to unfollow the fella, I don't know what is. Unfollow Rushton. Uh, that's it. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs> Have a great day. I'll see you on my show from 10pm on Talk Sport. Be safe, everyone. Unfollow him. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport.